My friends, today we are going to touch upon a bit of a sensitive topic, something that a lot of us don't like speaking about, yet is just so important for us to be able to give our best every single day, specifically in the salon and spa world. And that topic is you. We're going to talk about you and we're going to talk about taking time for you, looking after you, right? Prioritizing you because so often in our lives, we don't do that. And we, we are hurting ourselves intrinsically without even knowing it because we're trying to give the best of ourselves to everyone around us in life, right? Our clients, our kids, our partners, our friends, our parents, whatever the case may be, we have all these things pulling us in all these directions. And we try to, to maintain that, that superhero approach. And it's tough sometimes, and it can take its toll. And self-care, right, as we all know the terminology, is it's a really important really important thing for us to to look at and that's why I wanted to spend a little time in today's episode to to delve into what that looks like some specific you know ideas and tips not just why it's important i think we all understand why it's important but but how to make it important how to prioritize it in our lives so that you know you can only give Unto others, if we're full ourselves, right? We have to fill up our own cup in order to be able to give some of it to others. You can only love other people to the extent that we love ourselves. And self-care, self-love is what we're delving into today. Let's check it out. Welcome to the Salon Scoop, a podcast by Salon SOS. I'm your host, Scott Moon, the founder of Salon SOS, and I'm obsessed with helping salon professionals live their best life. In this show, we shop talk all things salon to bring you real life stories, debates, entertainment, and inspiration to help you find happiness and success in this beautiful industry. If you work in the salon industry in any capacity, this podcast is open to you. So set down your scissors or rinse out that toner and let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Salon Scoop podcast. Today, we're going a little bit outside of our traditional, you know, digital debrief. And we're going to talk about a topic that's really, really important when it comes to just taking care of ourselves, right? We're so used to in our, obviously, in our industry, we're taking care of our clients nonstop. But I think that that also, for many of us, myself included, have this sense of always feeling like I need to take care of others, right? Take care of the other people around me. And we're just constantly jumping from, from one scenario to the other where I'm like looking after others. And we ne- rarely take time for self-care and taking care of ourselves. And it's one of the most crucial things that we should be doing that we often either overlook, don't think about. So today we're going to get the scoop on some really important self-care tips for salon professionals that can help us avoid burnout, maintain that 
real kind of key balance that we need in our lives. And obviously, I've got my my cohort, Sarah Perrin, with, uh, with us today. Sarah, A, thanks for being here with me today. And B, maybe you can kick off and just sort of share why self-care is so important, specifically in our industry for salon professionals. Yeah, for sure. So as you said, this is something that I have a lot of personal experience with. I have been a service provider for the last 13 years. I've owned my own business since 2014. So there's been a lot of just putting myself on the back burner. So um, and I feel like in the past, there has been this um, mentality of especially for salon professionals and salon owners to have this like live to work mentality, right? That is all that we do. And now with this newer generation, we are starting to have to adapt, you know, schedules and everything like that, because they have more of a work to live mentality. So, you know, like, it's, it's funny for some of the older generations, they're looking at, you know, your Gen Z's and being like, ugh you know, lazy and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what, I actually think and it might have gone a little bit too far in the other way. But I think that the just the concentration and the putting focus on taking a little bit more time for yourself and being a little bit more, I don't even like to use the word selfish, but just like being a little bit more concentrated on yourself so that you are able to provide an excellent service, right? So I think that that's the irony of um, a lot of people in our industry not taking care of themselves is how could you possibly provide like an excellent, wonderful service that you pour everything of yourself into if you don't have a drop left in you, right? So it kind of goes back to the generic, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup or, you know, on the planes, make sure to put your own oxygen mask on first. So these are all generic things that we've heard a million times over. Um, but for people who are taking care of other people, it's even more important for you to take care of yourself first so that you're doing it properly and in a way that they'll remember, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, Sarah, I picked up on something. I just have to come back. Did you lump yourself into the older generation there? Okay, I always, <laughs> I always say this because I'm like mentally, I'm like 67, so I always joke like I'm like I'm a boomer, and like I. <laughs> I love it. I, I was like, at what, at what point, at what point in our lives do we all of a sudden refer to ourselves as like you know being in part of the older generation? Uh, totally. Is <laughs> I think too, and it's so funny because I like I'm a millennial, like I'm, I and I fully recognize that but like I'm like I always joke that I'm like I'm for sure internally a boomer and I'm always like these damn kids these youths <laughs> um but I've even noticed just a huge difference because like a good chunk of our team are you know in their like late teens early 20s like they're little babies in comparison right and yeah. huge shift in their mindset and yeah it's it's impressive in a lot of ways because I'll see these 20 year olds kind of setting boundaries that I never was able to do at that age too. So I think it's important that there is more, you know, a little bit more focus on this for the younger generation. I'll include myself in that too, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good that it's starting to go in that direction. Okay. So Sarah, let's get into some like practical, practical advice and tips here that salon professionals can really look to implement in their daily lives. So Obviously, there's the whole the whole scheduling thing, right? Yeah. Uh, most most people in our industry are just running from from the beginning of the day till the end of the day. You know, no time. Uh, you know, often no breaks. So, what are some things that we can look at from a self care standpoint in just how we set up our day and scheduling? 
Um, it's funny because anybody that knows or has worked with me is probably going to listen to this and be like, Sarah, take your own advice. Um, but one of the biggest things is scheduling regular breaks. Um, and I know this is something that just seems so simple and that should just come along with it. But I know for myself being, you know, a service provider working on the floor that I've had 12 hour days where I haven't even had, you know, five minutes to use the washroom or take a, like have a snack or drink some water or things like that. So scheduling regular breaks and then making the most out of those breaks. Don't use them to catch up on other work. Take, you know, take that opportunity to have a snack, to drink some water, to do some stretches. And again, this sounds so obvious and like, it's something that we all should be doing, but it is something that I know from personal experience that a lot of salon professionals aren't doing. So how to set yourself up for success with that is like, again, so if you want to stay hydrated, get yourself a cute little like Stanley water bottle or something like that, that you always fill with water or with ice at the top of the day and it stays cold all day long. That is a huge thing I notice for myself is like making sure that I have, you know, a water bottle at work, which again, super, super standard stuff, but makes a huge difference. The other thing is just quick, easy snacks. So like my favorite thing lately has just been these stupid little protein drinks, because again, sometimes you don't have five minutes to microwave a quick meal in the back and, you know, shove that down your mouth. So again, like protein drinks, nuts, cheese, anything that's just like quick and easy to grab, especially as the holidays come up, you're going to want to stock that back room up with you know, quick and easy snacks to grab. And then stretches again, like we are constantly using our bodies. I know with myself, as we were kind of just joking about, like I'm 30, but I have the body of a 80 year old, right? Because I'm hunched over all the time and I'm not doing anything that I need to, to make sure that we stay agile. So just stretching. And again, there's so many good resources on YouTube. You can have some guided like five minute stretches, but so making sure that when you're working, you are scheduling those breaks and not letting it go by the wayside. And when you do schedule those breaks, take them as seriously as you would a booked appointment, right? So if you have somebody showing up at 1 PM for a haircut, you're not dicking around till 1.30 and showing up and then doing a half-ass job, right? So when you take these breaks for yourself, again, that break is to serve a purpose and that's to refuel yourself, whether that is drinking, eating, or stretching. Yeah, and this it's probably the hardest thing. I mean, it really requires a lot of discipline. We all have this challenge because, you know, we're running late as it is, right? So we've scheduled, you know, we might have scheduled ourselves like, you know, a five minute or 10 minute break, but we're running late on our appointments and our next client is there and you just don't feel like you can take that, take that time, right? Oh, and and, and again, I can completely relate to that. I'm actually dealing with this right now. I'm, um, I was just recently diagnosed with ADHD and I've been trying to figure out some things, some lifestyle things to kind of Um, help with that. But one of the biggest things is I've realized I'm like, I don't eat. And I know a big part of that is from my schedule, right? So I'll go until 9pm and then go home and just absolute binge eat because I've been busy with clients all day and all of these different things. So again, part of that is a little bit of this ADHD thing. And I'm not very introspective and like the hunger cues aren't coming up. But literally at 30 years old, I'm having to take like an intuitive eating class and try and fix all of these different things because I've wrecked myself from working again, 10 to 12 hour days without scheduling a single break. So again, at 30, I'm having to reteach myself how to like pick up on hunger cues so that I'm not, you know, 60 years old, having all of these 
health issues because I haven't eaten and starved myself for, you know, the last 20 years of my life. So, so it's just, it's a huge thing. It's not just as simple as like, okay, have a snack or whatever. Like, it's like, it's just creating these habits, these healthy habits for yourself so that you actually are fueling yourself instead of running on empty. Yeah. And they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. I mean, that's a, a bit of an arbitrary number, but once you have ingrained a habit into your life, then it is so much easier to actually maintain it. So it can be hard in that early stage, but everybody listening probably does understand the value and the importance of it for our long-term health that, you know, putting in that, that effort to push through that tough part in that first month to kind of ingrain these habits might be tough but there's so much benefit potentially on the other side that it becomes regular and people are like yeah you know what it's automatic i bring myself some healthy food you know what i am able to find ways to to take breaks it's just if it becomes part of a habit you can continue it so really really try to stay as disciplined as you can find a way to make that important in your life. Okay, let's talk about the people aspect, right? So we talked about that scheduling. What about the actual interactions that we have both with our clients, right? And with colleagues, maybe bosses that we have? What are some important self-care tips when it comes to those interactions that we have daily? I'm going to sum it up in one word, and that is boundaries. Learn to set some boundaries for yourself. Um, and again, this is what does that mean? Tell what us. does that mean? I was going to say, and that's something that I also have been practicing lately because um, I am a yes man. I like to do everything for everyone and try and make everyone's lives easier. And I will, you know, take on a new project, even though I already have 15 started that I haven't gotten to. So when I say boundaries, I mean, establishing what is good for you and sticking to that boundary. So if a client is asking to get in after your schedule, when you're booked a full, you know, eight hour day or whatever, and they didn't pre-book their appointment and they need to get in for before the holidays. I know you're going to want to be like, yes, absolutely. But when you get to that day, are you going to be so upset that you didn't stick to your guns? And now all of a sudden you've got a 12 hour day with no breaks and all of these different things. So with clients in particular, setting that boundary of like, this is my schedule. This is when I work and not kind of going outside of that. And I also think that that's important for um, like with your employer as well, if you're working under a salon um, as well, like setting these boundaries of like, this is my set schedule and I'm not going to be doing, you know, anything unnecessary outside of those hours. I know that we all have things to do and catch up um, outside of work hours, obviously, but kind of setting those boundaries um, with, again, like your colleagues, even like, even with your colleagues, it's like sometimes they can kind of, you know, dump on you and everything like that, or ask you to pick up after them or whatever it is. And I'm all about teamwork, but I'm also all about, again, taking care of yourself first. So if you're just saying yes to appease people and then you're feeling empty and, you know, like you've done yourself dirty at the end of it, that's where the boundary needs to be set. So I know saying no feels really icky, um, but sometimes you need to say no to others to say yes to yourself. So that's kind of what I mean more so with the boundaries is making sure that you establish what it is that you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And then kind of coming up with, you know, some type of script for yourself to kind of be able to put a stop to that or be like, I've set this boundary and I'm not breaking it. Love it. Okay. We actually have a whole whole episode that we did. Uh, check out. It says how to say no to others to say yes to yourself. It's a great, great sort of mantra to, uh, to keep in mind. All right. Let's now finish off and look at 
stuff outside of our work lives, right? So we've talked about schedule. We've talked about the boundaries, uh, you know, at work. But what are some of the things that we can be doing for self care outside of our work days? Yeah. So, and again, it's hilarious because we talked about this at the top of the episode, but these are all things that I'm dealing with myself right now and have been trying to be better with, but establishing a life outside of work. Um, and this is where I'm kind of saying with like the, you know, Gen Z, they're really good about that. They're really good about having the work-life balance. It might be a little bit more tipped on the scale of life um, and not so much work, but I know with myself, like I'm like, it's always been work. Um, and I didn't actually realize this until like, so I'm, I'm recently single kind of out on the market and, you know, dating at 30 and people are like, what are your hobbies? And I don't have any hobbies. I have realized I'm like, I, I work and people aren't really that concerned. So it's, it's just been hilarious. All of these different little things that have popped up where I'm just like, yeah, I don't have any hobbies outside of work. Or again, like a lot of my socialization does come from work. So I'm not spending a ton of time even with friends outside of work and everything like that. So I think it's just really important to, um, again, establish a life outside of your salon, um, which I know a lot of salon owners will do because again, you get the social aspect there and it takes over your life essentially. So again, like starting a hobby of some sort. Um, so maybe there's something that you've always loved doing that you want to kind of get more into, or maybe it's, you know, practicing a little bit of like, like getting a little bit of pampering done for yourself, or maybe it's getting together with a friend on a day off, or maybe it's straight up just scheduling a day off where you don't see a single another person. Um, it's just, again, just trying to figure out what works for you so that you can balance out again, that work-life balance that so often tips on the work side. Yeah, I think, you know, finding those things that just bring you joy, right, is trying yeah. to connect with that. And it can be different for everybody, but do a little bit of introspection to understand what that is and make sure that you're incorporating that into your life as much as you can, right? And it might be, like you said, it might be things that are more active, uh, you know, exercising, you know, going to the gym. Those are things that you can do if that's for you. And it's obviously healthy habits at the same time. Maybe it's socializing and then making sure that you have like a regular you know, weekly or or every two weeks, uh, you know, kind of like friend night with a certain group of people. Maybe it's, you know, reading, uh, you know, painting, whatever the case may be, find what brings you joy and incorporate that regularly. And I always feel like you have to schedule things. You have to make them a priority in your, in your life. And that means like actually putting it down in your calendar to make sure that it's going to happen. So, all right, for lots sure. of uh, lots of ideas and and tips here uh, for sure. Uh, Sarah, thank you for uh, for sharing all those. Any last uh, any last little parting parting shots? No, I was gonna say I love that you said the scheduling personal things because that's actually again what I've had to do. So I will schedule in, you know, a month in advance, like my girls' night where we do like a murder solve it, like a little murder mystery box, and then. I bought myself a ukulele. Like I was like, we're going to learn the ukulele. So again, just really putting as much effort into work as you like put that effort back into yourself, because you'll notice just like tenfold how much better you are of a service provider as a leader, all of these things when you have kind of poured back into your cup. Yeah. Sounds good. If anyone has, you know, things that you do out there, if you're a listener and you have found a a little trick that works for you, please, please, please share that with us. Honestly, uh, everybody in our industry can benefit. So the more that we share, the more that we can help others, you know, 
learn and 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 be more successful with this is really really important stuff and from a, a you know mindset standpoint getting your mindset right getting your body set right is really going to set you up for just being better at what you do every single day right and not having your body break down not wearing down mentally so everyone give yourself that permission i think that really is where it comes down to give yourself that permission right to say yes to you to put you as a priority in your life and those things that are you know relevant give yourself the rest give yourself the the you know nutrition to recharge and indulge in self care right that's our message for today and say out for now take care everyone thank you so much for listening to the salon scoop podcast this show is produced by Salon SOS, a digital marketing agency by industry professionals for industry professionals. If you want simple and affordable solutions for any of your salon marketing needs, such as websites, client loyalty, Google search rankings, social media, or more, come visit us at salonsos.ca or on Instagram at salon.s.o.s. If you want to hear more episodes like this and help us continue to bring the industry great content, it would mean so much to us if you would support us in one of the following ways. Either share this episode with one other industry professional and rate the show on Spotify or write us a quick review on Apple Music. We want to hear your feedback. If you have follow-up questions or ideas for future episodes, please reach out. DM us on Instagram at salonis.s.o.s or hit us up on our website again at salonsos.ca. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go get your hustle on, keep smiling, and we'll catch you on our next episode.